0: Welcome to episode number 102, Attitude.
1: This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome Welcome to our level. level. We We hope hope you enjoy enjoy the views. views.
0: Alright, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee-Velez. I'm here with Manny, you. Goose, and Gabe. Path house, hello, folks. Hello. Attitude. In this episode, the crew talks about their view on having the best perspective on life. We cover topics that range from beliefs, mood swings, reactions, our mindsets, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Maya Angelou and Dale Carnegie. All right, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Guys, don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. We kick things off with a definition from dictionary.com and we defined attitude, manner, disposition, feeling, position, etc. With regard to a person or thing, tendency or orientation, especially of the mind. So the last few episodes, we had these long lists. It was like super like, yeah. Obnoxious, and the reason why is because there's something special about brevity sure. that never really gets talked about. Um, a lot of times, people think that the more content or just the longer something is, that I guess the more detailed it is. And I know you can be detailed in a very short way. So, this was five tips for having a positive attitude, so it's only five. Uh, number one, they say, you are in control. Your attitude is your choice. You have total control over your attitude, and no one else can influence or change this. This is not to say that you don't have bad days, but you have the ability to reframe how you are feeling and thinking to become positive. Um, I think this is very true. Well, it's obvious um, that you we are um, in control. Even when people say, oh, but how... You know, my boss or something, or my you know spouse or my brother Sorry. or my parent treated me was um, in this crazy manner that I couldn't control their actions. No, but you can control your perception and how you perceive sure. it, and how you accept it, right? And and how you react to it. So yes, that person can be you know obnoxiously mean or bullying you, um, but in your mind. To be put down really is a decision you made. They can yeah. try, they can attempt it. Uh-huh. That's almost like saying someone's a ha- like, like think of a hater, right? Yeah. So someone comes up to you and is like, "You stink, you stink, you're you're awful, you smell." Right? And in the back of my mind, um, that's not going to bother me. But that person's living in a negative space and saying sure. negative things. But how I perceive it is one way. I'm not going to just let you, you know, destroy me mentally over the you know s- several little comments. You see what I'm saying? There's obviously levels to that. But it's still a perception. That's not to say that that's not what they're doing either. Sure. And not to say that you have no feelings and you can't accept that you can. But there's two like levels to it. All right. Number two, <sighs> you are accountable. Being accountable for your work and for the things in your life. Being accountable means you are no longer you no longer blame others for things that are going on in your life. No excuses. Um, so yeah, I mean, this helps with being having a positive attitude, of course. Just being responsible for your own life—it's—it's uh, it's tough sometimes because sometimes you are in predicaments that it kind of will push you to a specific direction, um, and you have to realize that you're accountable to still at the end of the day your own decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know there's people you know like in crazy abusive you know relationships and things like that, you know. But it's again, it's still you we have to work out these things in our minds um, mentally. And the reason why this has to do with positive mental attitude is because you it's it's literally how we process everything. how if the way I process stubbing my toe in the morning and allowing it to affect the rest of my day is the same way, um, I have to man up on decisions that I made that are also now, the you know, the cause and effect thing, the effect is a negative outcome coming back in my direction. Sure. I have to be able to accept that and embrace that, chew it up, and then spit it back out into something positive, turn it, make it positive. Sure. Right? We talked about, I don't know if it was last podcast or not, but we talked about making choices and making them the right ones. Yeah. For, like, then, at that moment, it might not have been the right decision. Right? But then you make it right because you became accountable now to yourself.
1: Oh yeah, I think what we were talking about was like just the more the reflection of it. Like you realize like oh you're just kinda not going through it but you were you were in the um just going you were going through the process not realizing if it was gonna work out or not. Then you realize in hindsight it was like, oh it actually worked out the way it was supposed to.
0: Well yeah, well yeah, exactly. And this is not this is not to take away from like real life. I'm not talking about like devastating events and catastrophic no, not. events and, just, just, you know, earth-shattering things. everyday decisions. I'm talking about so, like an everyday decision. Sure. Yeah, like an like a everyday life. Little things that can make or break you. I'm not talking about, you know, oh, like right, a yeah. death or, you know, yeah, things obviously. like that. Yeah, that's a whole other of level. Course. Of course. But, I mean, just little things that, there, there's a weight. And if you could just look at it as a positive and a negative weight, you just gotta, you just gotta tip the scales at 51%. Sure. If you can get 51%, every single day you're winning. That's how little it is, just that 1%. Sure. If you ever seen athletes or, or competitions at a high level when it comes to like racing or things like that, you see how much the, the person first won by the, even by mm-hmm. the fifth person. Mm-hmm. It's micro, like yep. microseconds, literally. Yeah. Um, and that's from first to fifth place. Yeah. It's not by much, but what's the difference between a f- person who comes to first place and a person who comes to yeah. fifth? You know what I mean? They're perceived mm-hmm. totally different. And that's all it is, it's that little bit. Sometimes we we, we, we exaggerate it this we exaggerate what it means to be positive. We exaggerate for it to be like, oh nothing affects me, everything's roses, even if something's negative, you're ignoring it. That's different. No, I'm saying process everything. But then when you're chewing it up, process it differently than what you would normally do. Instead of just taking it like down on a dumps and just sure. out and about with it, it's more it's it's more living life and seeing things, you know the the cup half full instead of half empty kind of you know cliche mindset yeah so so step 3 says be optimistic believing in yourself in your team in your colleagues and in your family is important for success by being optimistic you will be able to get those around you to follow your lead and go the same direction
1: um but you that, you're like the perfect example of that. Yeah. Cause obviously when I first met you, that was like how you like everybody kinda like gravitated towards you for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because of your how you were so excited about whatever was happening, whatever you're into at that moment. Yeah. There well there's there's like there's ma I, f- I feel like there's magic in optimism. Sure. There's
0: something there that I don't think anyone can truly explain. Like there's no scientific way of describing that, but there's definitely if you're if you use that optimism and apply your energy towards it in a positive way, you now become this magnet.
1: Yeah. Literally. Absolutely.
0: And you ever hear someone who's like, wow, that person got like a magnetic personality. Yeah. That's what that is. It's this weird thing of optimism, happiness, and confidence. Yeah. Sure. So if you see somebody who's happy, optimistic, and confident, you're like, yo, this uh, dude is like a dreamer. He doesn't necessarily yeah. know how he's getting where he's getting, but he knows that he's going to get there. Yeah. There's something so attractive about that, mm-hmm. right? That we ju- you just, you, you want to be around that person and that per- that person becomes a magnet because we need more. How crazy is that? Is that that's what we need more of and there's less people like that. You know what I mean? And it's all just a decision. I was 100% born a pessimist. <laughs> My mom is, she can be very pessimistic, She's not a, I wouldn't call her a pessimist, but there's certain things, there's you know. Tendencies, her, I guess. Yeah, she says and does certain things. You're like, sure. oh, all right. And it's not all the time, of course, um, because she also has this crazy optimistic way of looking at life, too. So I wouldn't call her a 100% a pessimist, but she definitely has, I definitely got some of my, you know, negative, I guess, like self-talk. Okay. From, from that. Um, and also, there's other little things that happen in my life that... Why I was a pessimist But literally And then I You know Went going on through Probably around high school That's when like The tables kind of turned for me It started in 6th grade And then it It like kind of Gradually like Snowballed into By the time I just got to You know I I saw that You know This was a better approach Yeah Mm -hmm. Until like And then you start I wouldn't say master it But then you start to like Know it's so easy to apply Mm. In certain situations That you just You basically overcome things that you would not destroy you, but bring you down. Okay, and you can beat it like that. It's just practice, though. It's not, and it's the willing, the willingness Mm -hmm. to do it. Because sometimes that that takes a
1: lot of energy. But to practice like positivity.
0: Yeah.
2: No, that there's no doubt that that's a learned behavior, especially if you're born somebody who's kind of who errs on the side of negativity mm. or they want to call themselves a realist like man it's yeah. they even though their realistic views always tend to be negative yeah. <laughs> you know, never going to approach sure, the yeah. positive side of things but that's no doubt a learned attitude and and negativity just as much as positivity is magnetic ne- negativity is misery loves company you say, know yeah. what i mean Absolutely. so there's no doubt you can choose to be you're going to be a magnet one or the other it could be positive or negative be way you're going to be a magnet that's
0: right mm-hmm. hmm. so number 4 be solution-oriented. If you have a challenge at home or at work, that is the reality of life. Your attitude will determine how you approach this challenge. With a positive attitude, you will be solution-oriented. Try to come up with options of how to overcome the challenge. These options will put you in control of the challenge and the outcome. Yeah, I do I do like this because, you know, there's a lot of people out there who, you know, they complain a lot of stuff, but they don't present a solution, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. It's... Or, or or I say, okay, so then, you know, what should we do differently? And then another thing that won't work comes out their
1: mouth, right? Yeah. Another or just presented. not a complaint like, or...
0: Yeah, it's like, okay, so are we trying to just, you just want to vent? Because then that's different. Because if that's all you're trying to do, sure. then I won't even try right now. Just let you right. just go. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if I'm trying to come up with a solution, because that's what it seems like you're seeking, mm-hmm. and then you're just going to complain on top of it, there mm-hmm. d- d- something else has to change. Or We're just not gonna have a solution and we can just you know, keep it moving. It's that's fine.
2: That's a super subtle way of trying to Get their their gauge back on the positive side of things like okay You've not come up with a solution. You've obviously identified a negative situation or problem come up with the solution that's and right. Subconsciously like you just flip the script on them and they don't even they don't even know that right. and now kind of you're in the driver's seat
0: Absolutely, that's that's an actually- actual management approach mm-hmm. where you present, you know, staff with uh, a set of uh, like a basic rule. If you're gonna come and complain about something specific, mm-hmm. that's okay, fair enough. However, be prepared to also bring a solution to the table. I'm not saying it's gonna be the best solution; it's right. gonna be the right solution. Bring something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't come with just the mess. Right. And then that's well, it. that
2: and that opens you up to positive dialogue. Because if somebody comes to you and pukes all over you. That's exactly what it is. You're just going to puke back. But if right. you have open dialogue, and their their suggestion might not be the best, but it opens the idea up to you, and all of a sudden you're like, you know what? And it's kind of snowballs. Balls, yeah, it. absolutely.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it also listen, I'm not a I'm not a trash can. But anyway, I get it. Like that's your job. Yeah. But still, it's it doesn't take away. And I try to I, I I I say this all the time. I am also a human, right? A lot of times people forget that. Like when somebody's in a position. Um, Maybe higher, whatever or was perceived that way or is okay same thing we had this conversation before when someone's always positive where you know God forbid if I have a bad day right yeah Mm -hmm. it's like there's so much placed on Mm -hmm. that that it's like you can't even you slip up one time and it's like you're the worst person ever. And in their minds, because they basically set you up to be a superhero, yeah. and it's so everything else is just going to be disappointing. Yeah. Like it doesn't even matter. Like it literally doesn't even matter. Um, and, and so I always, I, I always say like, remember that we're all humans here, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we, ha- we have feelings, we have emotions, we go through the same stuff you're going through. I'm not saying it's the same caliber. I'm not saying it's better, and I'm not saying it's worse. But we're, I'm not just, like, a, a robot sitting yeah. in my office waiting, you know, to solve problems all day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I go home to a family as well. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so it's tough. So being, quote, solution-oriented is huge. If you could, if you could be, you know, like, if you could be self-sufficient in that sense mm. where I'm not saying, again, not saying that you, oh, you have the right solution every single time mm-hmm. or you have the best answer. But know that once you make a decision, now make it the right one. Even if you have to change it, make what you did right. Sure. Um, and then become just a problem solver. If you could just continue to be a problem solver, fix it, fix it, fix it, and not wait for someone else to come and fix your, your problems, you're going to freaking blow by You know all the crap trash. You're not even going to see half the things, and you're going to be so much further in life uh, than you ever expected and, and sooner. Um. All right, cool. So number five, show gratitude. It's my favorite one. Be gracious means seeing the good in people and situations and expressing your appreciation. Those with a negative attitude rarely say thank you and may not see the value in others. Each day, focus on saying thank you and showing you value a person's contribution to your life or your work. I guarantee that it will make that person feel great. It will help them to have a positive attitude and it will make you feel great. Yeah, I mean showing gratitude. Um, for those of you who know, those of you who don't know, um, I will be releasing a lifestyle brand called Blessed B L three S S E D. Um, the number three is for the. It's a simple. It's a simple equation. Number one, faith. Number two, hard work, and number three, gratitude. So the third one, gratitude, is what we're talking about now. Um, that's how that basic little formula. If you can have faith, believe. Um, be optimistic all that good stuff um, Work hard So you're earning what you're doing And grateful being grateful for what you have um, And blessing other people And part of that process You're going to be a, you're going to live a blessed life um, So living a blessed life isn't just like a, People can you know That's different from privileged I feel like that is where that's what yeah. pisses me off Because that's a totally different thing Like, Oh you live a privileged life That's what some people think when you say Oh uh, oh, you're blessed you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That is also in, you know, they, when you say that, what that person's saying in their mind, how they, how they just dropped it on earth was saying you're you, privileged.
1: Oh, you got stuff handed to you.
0: Yes. Right. And so my equation is how you can set yourself up to That's be true. blessed, not necessarily, and not a gift from anyone or anything. We're all in operation with each other. So for me to say that I did this on my own, total BS mm. for anybody on this earth. I know rappers love to say that I did this on my own I don't sure. care no one gave me anything you're a liar you are a liar because <laughs> uh-huh. that's not how that's not how uh, the universe operates absolutely um, you're, you're basically you could might as well just say that you you can also fly and you know walk on water as well it's bullcrap um, anyway so so with that being said when you're gradi- when you show gratitude towards something you're now you're now placing the blessing back on yourself too, because this is this is the law of attraction. This is whatever you want to call it, karma. This is uh, cause and effect, whatever it is. So if I'm like, oh yo, you know, bless you, thank you for doing everything you're doing. If so, if you get back what you put out, if I'm putting graciousness, being gracious towards somebody and blessing on somebody, what's going to come back to me is i got to be a freaking hammer to the back of the head. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm serious. It's that basic. People always say like, oh, I don't have nothing to give. I don't have nothing. Yeah, you you can give good vibes. You know what I'm saying? That costs nothing Mm -hmm. but your energy and your concentration and a little bit of thought and a little bit of heart. You don't have nothing.
1: You know, oh, I want to
0: give 10%. How about you give 10% of your happiness out every single day?
1: Because it's hard to like quantify that like oh i'm giving 10 percent of happiness whatever right it is. so it's like it, it becomes sure. this weird abstract thing of like you don't yeah like hard to like understand well, what just
0: as complicated as gross and net sure. you know what <laughs> i mean what's what 10 percent? you know what yeah, i mean sure so it's it's how 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 you actually perceive that you know what i mean so if you're giving more good that's even better listen you can never be short on that you know what i mean mm-hmm. um i mean you can't ever give too much i should say sorry sure. you can never give too much so because you got to think it's depositing into your own life. Yeah. And you got to do it at, obviously at a genuine, you know, being genuine about it. And at first it's going to feel cheesy. It's going to feel fake. You're like, oh my God, I'm literally just, okay. So ask 90% of the people who tithe, even who tithe, if that was a forced thing or you're really doing it from your heart, where's, yeah. where's that coming from? Yeah. You can't tell me every single time you're giving money that you feel really good about that. Sure. Or does that feel like a forced thing? That's a chore. Now it's a must because of certain things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That that's the same way. We're people. You can't. If I felt that, I know everybody in here felt that. Yeah. Um, and then and then you, you you feel like some type of way. And then then with certain things that you're giving up, you feel like you're giving up, right? And not seeing it necessarily as like in a gratitude way, mm. a sacrifice in a positive way. We think of sacrifice and we think of it, uh, you know. you know delayed gratification and all that other stuff and it's like a minus if you think of it as a plus so when I'm giving something away yeah it's it's taking away here but it's gonna come back double triple quadruple so now me taking away from myself is actually bringing more back
1: I guess we'll focus on the giving up part yeah and we're
0: focusing just on that one transaction sure when the transaction is not over yet that's just the beginning of it well Mm -hmm. actually the beginning of it is you know your thought process but that's like a part of the process, that's like step two and three, you actually handing or giving something yep. to somebody. Mm-hmm. Four and five are on the back end. That's uh, literally in the back end. That's gonna fill your back pocket.
1: Yeah.
0: And if you see it that way, it's different now. When you're giving, you know it's gonna come back. So you don't. You don't. You don't have weight. Or you, have you ever given something to somebody and felt like you had to, and you kind of gave it to them like grudgingly? Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, whether it was money, whether it was a gift. Whether it's a helping hand, yeah, everybody pissed. Yeah, you. you Yo, what are you doing Saturday? Saturday? Can you help me move? You oh, know no. what I mean? Even like, just oh, that. God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Um, you, you, you know the interesting thing about that is four, two, two through five can't happen without one. Huh. So you have to master one first because you're in control of that because that's all an attitude, right? That's your attitude. One doesn't, if two, three, you, yeah, four, or five don't all happen. Of them. Yeah unless one is mastered first unless you can accept that unless you can accept that you are in control yeah. the rest of it doesn't matter or i don't even not that it doesn't matter i don't think it's possible to to get to be optimistic because it's hard to be optimistic because when, when all you're thinking about is me what are they thinking or what are they well you can't control that you can
1: only can c- control you you know what i mean if you think you're like emotionally unstable or whatever right or whatever or whatever and you know how
2: heavy negative thoughts are sure like you can you carry them around they're they're yeah. twice as heavy as you know positive vibes or just being happy it's it's ridiculous it'll weigh you down
0: yeah it's it's a, um i don't know it, it it's it's tough because like like i said it's it's not saying that you can't live real life that's not taking you out of actually interacting with what life the reality of what life is it is, but it's like I keep saying, I'm going to keep saying, it, it's how you're digesting it. True. You can feel the pain of something. You can feel the hurt you're going to, and it's going to take time. I'm not saying right off the bat, oh, I got to think how positive it's going to be. No, you have to feel that bad feeling like this feels bad. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what am I going to, what is the, re- that's not the result. Mm-hmm. That's what's just happening here. I'm not yet done. Mm-hmm. Let me now pick myself up off the ground and walk forward now. Mm-hmm. Let, let me, let me get up. Yeah. right but i have to feel that
1: mm-hmm.
0: um we, i i just had a conversation earlier today you have to feel the lows to uh, you know to experience and appreciate the highs mm-hmm. yeah so you have to let yourself eat that it's going to hurt but you have to let yourself eat that because then you know the joys of life are that much greater or the wins and the overcoming and when that when that stuff comes you know that's when you get emotional in a different
1: way sure mm-hmm. and the more you try to bottle or repress the negative the more it comes out worse in the back end
0: yeah okay and then the same way is when something good happens sure. people also confuse mess this up with being humble sure like being humble doesn't mean not accepting anything not celebrating your successes mm-hmm. no that that just doesn't make sense sure that's not what being humble means no. but they take it as oh i can't celebrate oh i can't you know i can't do certain things because now that's not humble okay. but you know, beyond all that stuff uh, is some actual substance. Sure. Right. It, it, it is it is tough though, because you do have to find that, you know, happy medium. But like I said, we have to be able, just as much as we're down on ourselves, just think about how hard you are on yourself. You have to also be, you know, easy on yourself on certain things. Um, and like I said, celebrate. Um, there, there's no, I, I've just seen people like, quote on the road to success and i'm not saying not focusing um but that one of the biggest things we need to learn is to actually focus because when you focus a lot of these distractions a lot of the naysayers a lot of the the problems they they're they're really just inconveniences and hiccups yeah when you're really focused on something um, because now you have a vision for it, right? So any of this sideline talk and someone's barking at you, you're just going to keep going. Yeah, you can you can hear it, but you got to keep going because you're so focused on that one thing. That's the that's why it's also important to have goals and also set because a lot of this stuff can be...
1: Kind of filters out some of the negatives. Yeah,
0: that's a huge thing, practicing on focusing. Um, you know, a lot of that can start from meditation or prayer or sure. whatever you want to do, but if you can practice on, cause how distracted are we? How easily uh. I'm like one of the number one people that I know I get easily distracted, mm-hmm. but I've learned to not, you know, to reel myself back in. I, I might look, but then I'm like, all right, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I'll catch myself kind of thing. You know what I mean? Um, but focus, focus is a huge one that I think, uh, will help you, you know, outside of being, you know, having a positive mental attitude, um, is, is key alright so uh, do you believe we are indeed in control of our attitudes
2: y- yes a resounding yes wake up and be miserable like just think about just negative that's thoughts. encouraging no, no no but I'm saying <laughs> it, it's just almost like a, just a sample Do and then wake up and be positive and then right. dish that stuff out sure. you know be be gracious tell somebody thank you even though there's, I work with somebody who it's like pulling teeth for for him to say thank you and you can tell that almost a piece of him dies when he does say thank you yeah. and when he does right it's like oh I'll thank you it's very like it's comical because he doesn't want to be yeah. he doesn't know how to be appreciative of something he doesn't yeah. know how to you know show that type of gratitude and I do it on purpose and I genuinely do mean it he he you know he works for me and He's he's great I'll literally grab him by the shoulder and make him look at me and I say, thank you for everything you do. And I'll be just, I'll be completely dead ass serious. He turns red, he turns purple, and he doesn't know what to do. And I find it interesting that like, wow, you don't even know how to like to receive it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let alone to, to give it. So that's why you don't give it because you don't know how to receive it. Yeah. So there wasn't a lot of, I'm sure there weren't those exchanges growing up. Yeah. You know what I mean? like he never has never said it bothers me though and i know it's there you know you kind of it's a, it's a known quantity you know what you're gonna get yeah, like yeah if yeah. i'll get him lunch and it's like, all right cool uh you know <laughs> how about thank you you yeah. know what i mean give me give me one back yeah. you yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. i know i know what he means but then he'll do something on the back end that would go you know would be out of his way you know to hook yeah. me up and that's his way of saying thank you right but i find it bizarre that you know people don't know how to you know exchange you know the gratitude so it becomes a more, more implicit people.
1: gratitude more than actually like uh,
2: yeah yeah and, it, and and to me that's I don't know that's super bizarre but yeah. it turns red every time I tell him like man I really appreciate what you do thank you very much
0: yeah his, his, his the way he, his processing is not that he's not it's just that his is more by showing the appreciation yeah, versus saying
2: it that and it's loyalty I, okay. I know if I went into the foxhole you know and I was like listen man we got we gotta run up this hill we're probably gonna die on this hill but we're gonna run up the hill all right so i know that's his gratitude showing it okay. back to me yeah when it comes to work or you know having my back i i got that and that's that's
1: essentially his gratitude to me so if that's there is that necessarily bad or is just the way it comes out
2: in the beginning i thought it as being bad like man you're rude as hell like took that's what personal. i was thinking. i took it personally yeah right and then I started to kind of analyze it. Right? I chewed it, digested it, and mm. then spit it back out for what it was. And sure. I started to think about, oh, you know what? This, this is how he shows it. He physically can't do it, but this is how he expresses himself. This is his gratitude. Yeah. And it wasn't until I changed my thought or my kind of perception of it or, to, yeah. Where yeah. To, yeah, to where I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah. And now it's, it's a much better relationship once I made the change. He didn't change, but I looked at it a different way, and I was like, okay. And now we live
1: amicably now. When you have a understanding, I guess now. I guess yes, to some extent. A non non nonverbal understanding. (laughs) understanding. So, uh, what about negative or
0: just self? Let's just talk about self talk, Mm -hmm. uh, just in general. Um, I read a book literally called Positive Self Talk, but in that book, it tells you to try to track as many thoughts that you said to yourself during the day and write it just write it down like we think so many different thoughts right but listen to the ones that you're saying about yourself and to yourself
2: hmm ne- negative or positive either does, way no
0: no just track it
2: all just track it all yeah
0: and you know try to like make them no, like oh crap i definitely just said that to myself
1: sure um that was funny it was like something i saw like a long a while like, ago It was like i think it was like two female friends or something they like made like but no it was like something where like All the like the horrible things they say to themselves, yeah. They made it say to each other, and they couldn't do it, or they couldn't do without crying to each other. Wow, that's powerful. So it's like, so it's like kind of taking that heart, like those things, like realizing what you're actually saying to yourself and actually saying to somebody else, and seeing what the reaction of that is.
0: Wow, that's that's brutal. um Yeah, because a lot of people, I feel like everyone says, "Oh, my own worst critic." for, for the most part, I guess you would have to be. Yeah. Right? You, sh- you should be. You probably yeah. should be. Yeah. But that, that kind I of did along this, with what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I did this exercise. I didn't do that exercise, but I did this exercise where I was kind of tracking what I was saying. And I probably got emotional reading it because sure. I was just like reading all the stuff. I'm like, dude, I beat myself up. Yeah. Um, You don't realize it though because in your mind, you just kind of like, sometimes I say stuff to myself and I'm, it's probably mean, but I yeah. laugh. Yeah what the hell <laughs> and I just keep going um and then when you see it was like dude you were filling notebooks up yeah with this ah, stuff and ah, just so joke
2: in 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 that in what you were doing did you actually write down what you were saying
0: yeah well what for what I could remember for what I, you can I, remember. I took a lot of like mental notes mental notes I, it would be more like what I said all right that's on the negative side in that situation yeah happens. I'm like negative positive because ne- I'm not gonna write down physically right that you you can't no right like, right You won't operate.
2: So what were what were your mental notes? Like if you could go back and give me the cliff notes version, because I always say out loud when I, you know, commit an error, what a you know dumbass or doofus or oh what a dodo bird, and it's like, and I think to myself as soon as you brought it up, I was like, is that chipping away at my self confidence little by little?
0: Oh, absolutely.
2: Even though it's almost it's done jokingly, like I'm just doing it to like, (laughs) but am I? Yeah, but you're still,
0: but but the way. Like the law of attraction works and all this stuff, it doesn't know that what it doesn't know if you're being negative or positive. It just knows that you are. Mm-hmm. So if you're just saying it's it's literally bringing more into your life, it right. doesn't know whether you're kidding either. Right. Um. It, that's good and bad, right? Just depending on how we manipulate that. Right. For ourselves. Um. But I don't know what you mean. What do you mean the cliff notes?
2: Like the cliff notes version of what you said to yourself. Like you said, what the hell? Like I know for me, it. I was... I would say
0: you're an idiot, dude.
2: To yourself, yeah.
0: Like, what an idiot! All
2: right. Okay. And I, I would be the same type of thing. I'd be, It'd be be jabs, slow jabs. Like yeah, be, it was. It was I'd be stabbing like... myself small with little incisions, and I'm yeah. sh- I'm sure I'd bleed out at one point. But but
0: that's all. That's that's all it is. That's all a lot. That's all ninety five percent of people are doing. Everyone's just dying a slow death. Right. 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 No one's living. You know what right. I mean? Like no one's getting freaking their head chopped off just like that. Right. Yeah. By one you know one thing that someone said. No, it's a bunch of little things all added up, and then boom, you you can't take it anymore, kind of thing. Um, but if you could catch it, now I catch it and laugh. Now I turn it into, you know, and then you say, the exercise they give you is like something like when you catch yourself now, naturally, um, saying something to yourself, just turn it around say the opposite, the the positive portion of that. Right. You're an idiot, dude. You're the smartest person I've ever known. You are. And even if you can't say that very strongly, at least you're saying it's, it's, it's a jab back at the negative, right? Right.
2: I, I'm so self conscious. <laughs> like, when you said it to yourself, I felt stupid for you, even though it was just an example. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think I could physically
1: say that to myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I no. felt weird but, as soon as you said it. But I guess it that makes yourself. into, like, kind of a joke type thing. Right. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like that's how right, uh, how extreme you're being on one end, you just make it the opposite and just kind of, like, yeah. you make a so you joke fight, out of it. So you fight it back. This goes back to what I was trying to say before when you're we tipping the scales.
0: This also goes back to saying this, these guys telling us to be accountable for ourselves. No one said that to me. The world didn't bring that against me. I did. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We we're fighting ourselves here. This a lot of this internal work that we have to do. It not even a lot of it. All of it is with ourselves. It's not with anyone else. We're just a a soul trapped in a meat suit because we're we're not dying. This the physical part of us dies. Like we're moving on to the next dimension. Whatever in the world that's going to be. Who knows. But you gotta you're gonna carry the what you're doing this experience with you so what are you doing here are you building yourself up to be a better whatever you know next dimensional soul or being or whatever or you're just making it worse making it worse and dude you come back in the next life or the next thing whatever it is third world dimension outer space whatever it is as a freaking as a peanut You know what I mean? just, I'm here. I'm living. I'm (laughs) like, peanuts. I'm in someone's mouth. And then boom, now you move on to the next thing. Who knows? I I don't know, but it's like, you see all these things. It's like, dude, you got to want to be better because then you're setting yourself up for the next thing. That's your savings account. How much you improve here, how good of a person you are here, that's throwing money in the bank, so to speak. Not necessarily, the the physical is what dies, right? And the physical is what everyone's attracted to, Mm -hmm. right? And then the physical is what we are, is a lot of our, our drive. Um, it goes to like, oh, I want a lot of money. I want a big house. And I'm, I'm being very superficial right sure. now, but literally that's what it is. When that's not what's everlasting. What about people who always say, like, oh, don't fall in love with her just because of her looks? You, know, you gotta fall in love with her personality mm. and her heart and her soul. Why? Why? Because what happens to looks?
2: You know what I mean. Right. It's not going
0: to stay that great looking, right? We're a physical thing, so you can't fall in love with a physical thing. You could be attracted to it, of course. I'm attracted to my wife. I was attracted to my wife back then. That's what drove me to her. But then I have to fall in love with her and who she is, right? That's that's the ticket because. Once all that other you know, stuff you know, slowly goes away, for me, personally, she's always going to be beautiful. But more more important is who she is, who the person she is. That's what I'm falling... That's what I fell in love with, right? And because that's never going to change. Mm-hmm. That's going to just get better. That's going to be way more better looking when I'm 90. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then all the other stuff, ain't, she ain't going to be looking like when she was in 21. Not that there's anything wrong with it because that's just a process of life. Mm-hmm. But if I'm falling in love with a dying piece mentally and emotionally huh. it's just going to get better. Now that looks better, right? So set yourself up now, right? You're young. Set yourself up now knowing that that is physically is going it's going to go down at some point. But mentally it's supposed to go up. Right? Cuz we start off as, you know, sometimes most times knuckleheads and then we figure, you know, you figure a couple things out here and there along the way, you sharpen up. And then that's what you want to set yourself up for. Same thing while we're here on earth. On earth, this is this is our turn. So many, there's so many like spirits and little pieces of energies are dying to be us. And here we are waking up, stubbing a toe and F the whole day. You know what I mean? And then, you know, there's, there's people dying of all kinds of diseases or are dead who would love to trade places with us. Mm. And we're just sitting here like, and then the other thing is what I say in the motivation files, can you look your ancestors, the way you live your life right now, the way you live day to day, would you be able to go back five five generations and look your ancestors in the eye and say you, you're doing a hell of a job right and go back there and give them a report card because they're the ones who busted their ass to get us to where, where we are now right and and beyond them and can they go back five generations and five generations not that long ago right mm-hmm. take it ten let's go back into whatever 1800, 1700 somebody in our family was obviously alive yeah some mentally sharp enough person was alive who figured out how to survive right and it just kept going and just kept going uh, you know the older version of us how hard you think they had to work i don't know i don't know what life was like i mean you could tell me what you could tell me sure. all you want in a book right but you don't you don't know for sure
1: because
0: that was way beyond you yeah. right there was no videos back then right could have been the same as now <laughs> we don't know <laughs> mitch you told me something just right. like you told me a bunch of other lies
2: or i mean working hard is a relative thing right sure. absolutely totally survival survival was like man i'm really working hard to just get one meal
0: well here whatever it is the thing is as humans because we have the decision and we have we're able to make choices it's painful because now we have to live with those choices like a blade of grass doesn't strain to grow just grows so natural a tree doesn't know how tall it's going to be it just grows it's not it doesn't stop it's like all right that's good enough It just goes to its full potential. Everything in nature goes to its full potential, right? We're the only knuckleheads just stumping our growth, freaking making it worse for ourselves. But we have the free will to make decisions. So now we have to live with these decisions. And since this didn't come with the manual, so to speak, or we're ignoring the manual, right? That's a whole different, you know, beast. Oh,
2: that or just really more so you being in control. Sure. I mean, that's yeah. really, that's all attitude, right? Once, you, once sure. you've made the decision You're to. You're in control of your attitude. That's it.
0: Um, but, uh, like, if you get those few examples, sure. you know, talk, that's, that's why we have to make, that's why we have to be a part of some level of charity or some level of giving back. And, and because it grounds you. Yeah. Go to a children's hospital where the kids are sick, go to a third world country where they literally appreciate water
1: yeah Mm.
0: like dying of thirst you know what i'm saying um you know and they're literally dying of diarrhea this is like the crate like you start thinking about this Uh, stuff you're like what in the world Uh it's just us being ignorant number one yeah Yeah. um just not being grateful for what we have or understanding or or really goes back to just being appreciative sure um and really it's a it's a level of understanding and To gain more understanding is what gets me more attracted and excited about reading the next book. Mm -hmm. Because all I could think of was, like, dude, just imagine how much more I'm going to gain. Right? My understanding now is going to get deeper. Um, And maybe I might not tap into that book in a year. I tapped into a book. I'll never forget. I tapped in. It was to um, uh, The Power. Something uh, written in The Power. I read The Power a long time ago. And how much that affects you was I was tapping into stuff that I read, something I read, whatever it was, five, six years ago and tapping into them now. <laughs> well, it's was longer than that. But, and tapping into them now. Like two days ago. Literally, like a phrase that was said in that book. Hmm. If I didn't read that book, I wouldn't have had that solution that I came. Or ha- had an overcoming positive solution that I used and applied. You know what I'm saying? So, to read more... Or whatever, not just reading, like to just to gain more knowledge on some level, understanding to some level. Now it's super easy mm. um, with the book on tape. I li- that's all I do. I, dr- I and I, I can't. W- I literally am excited every single day that I get into my truck, drive it into work. And the last week, I went through five books in uh, through Audible.com. Seriously, we we live in this crazy time. Yeah. It was like, dude, you can literally so go through much- five books in yeah. one week. Right, and then and then you know process that and apply it when, whenever you can. I'm not saying I'm applying every single principle that was you know taught to me because a lot of it's garbage. Let's be honest, but there is certain points that you could mm. use. There's always nuggets um, everywhere. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and it's also how how you how you prepped yourself to receive. Yeah, sure. So if you're saying this is trash, I don't care. You're full of crap. This is BS. I don't believe it. Sometimes you still can get changed because um, a lot of people that happens to a lot of people when they get you know like when they get
1: saved or whatever yeah. but 90%
0: of that time you're not yeah it's gonna be trash then because you're not
1: you're not ready mm-hmm. I'll say going to your point I was like you said something hit you from like 10 years ago whatever it yeah. was but I mean yeah you're not ready at that moment but it's still kind of there in the background and You it kind of comes out when it needs to I li- I just finished The Secret again probably
0: for like the 100th time literally today finished the book The Secret and I heard something in the book that I never heard of before, right? That book came out over 10 years ago and I read it when it first came out. For 10 years, I've been reading this book at least twice a year, right? Same thing with The Power, at Mm. least, well, The Power is like three or four times a year, but I heard something 10 years later that I never even heard before. Literally never heard of it. Hmm. And I'm just like, dude, this is why. This is why you go back, because the first time, yeah, it's not just reading. It's like, how are you internalizing this? That's different. We can, you can tell me you read 15 books. It's like this guy, Ty Lopez, says he reads a book a day. That's fine. And he's not really reading a book a day, by the way. That's just, that's a promotional tool. Yeah. That's fine and all, but what are you retaining? The important part is that you're retaining. You, tell me, you, I read five books a day. If, so, you know, if someone were to say that. Sure. Um, Warren Buffett literally reads for like eight hours a day. It's like, I I don't even understand that because I'm like, wh- what are you doing? What are you actually doing? And then yeah. you after that question, you're like, oh, okay, never mind. He's only like one of the wealthiest people on earth. You know what <laughs> I mean? So he's obviously doing something right and he knows A what he's doing. multi billionaire. everything. Yeah. So... Um, anyway, I said that to just kind of all revolves back on negative self-talk, turn it into positive self-talk. I forget who the author is. I read that a while ago, uh, but or there's a book titled positive self-talk. Um, all right, this one's for the dads. Uh, do you adjust your kid's attitude and how do you conduct yourself at home attitude wise?
2: me yeah, ask, that's, that's a multi-layered Two question heavy there.
0: Hitters. Yeah. Uh-uh.
2: I know I know that they that my son specifically well both of them I can tell them something that will never hit home but they'll see me do something that they'll never forget Yeah. and that I'm not perfect in any stretch of the imagination but I'm always conscious of what I'm doing so I'll go out now, I have a routine of going out after baseball practice to go and work out, outside. And my daughter will come out and follow me. My son won't, but I do it every day. And I've done it probably for three or four months. She's, for the last probably six to eight weeks has come outside and has just fooled around outside, played on the bars, and oh, dad working out, phew, I'm sweating, and never asked her to come out. But my son now is like he'll come out and then play basketball. Not doing what I'm doing, but he's coming outside.
0: Right, right, right. part of the routine. Right,
2: and I used to be like I would get mad when I first started. See, like, just hey, go work out. Let's go play. You know, practice basketball. And I finally said, you know what? It, it, I'm not gonna, you know, not gonna bother him anymore. And when I started, when I had, when I finally flipped the switch and said, they'll follow, they'll follow your example. Mm. They won't necessarily follow words. They'll follow your lead and your example. So you literally have to do it. It was it. It changed. I don't say anything, and it's easier now because when you don't have to force it, right? I'm so not putting that go. energy. Yeah, when I'm not putting all that energy into it, I don't know. I guess the the law of attraction's in full effect, and they're coming out. So, it. I don't really change their attitude, any anymore. You know, James has an attitude, right? I mean, obviously everybody hears him. If they've heard him, he's got his own brain. As they get older, like he's got my son's got his own thoughts now. He's nine. He's funny, he's got his own personality and it, and he's I don't know. His thought process is well ahead of mine. He's very mature for his age. So I try to just let him be him. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because I don't want to take that away from him either. I don't mean, know who wants a robot for a kid. Yeah. You know for what sure. I mean? So I don't know. I don't know if that answers the question or if it's just a whole bunch of just talk, but I don't think you can you can help navigate, help them navigate the waters, but change their attitude, I don't think it's possible.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think I think it's just that. I don't I don't think it's manipulating your kid to a point where they literally have no personality. Mm-hmm. Cuz sometimes you got to realize you made your child with another person and more than likely it's the person of the, you know, has opposite sure do feelings than you do and approach mm-hmm. to life because normally, anyway, normally most of the times opposites attract. So sometimes your kid can come out with The approach on Mm -hmm. life or the the outlook on life that your spouse or significant other has, and you never really expect that until it comes out. Yeah, and you're like, well, I never thought of that Mm -hmm. that was happening. Mm -hmm. Um, this dude thinks does not think like the way I think. Well, James on one hand actually does think like I think, but (laughs) I seen I seen people get frustrated, and I'm like, dude, she acts just like your wife. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was like
2: that shouldn't be a surprise. But why is it human nature to think that they're automatically going to think like you? Right. Like I thought, because I had a son, he was going to be exactly like me. And because when I had a daughter, she would be exactly like my wife. I don't know why in my brain I just thought it would be, he's just going to be another me. And in in total, he's the opposite. He's so much her side. in just his mannerisms, his attitude, his thought, which isn't a bad thing. Yeah. But there's just not a lot of me in there. And I just completely thought like, yeah, she's going to be my twin, just younger. And that's so not the case.
0: Yeah, I think it's just experience and understanding. But you wouldn't. Yeah, right. like that's why the thing. You, you right. have to why go through you know? that stuff. Right. Like you wouldn't know. Like Why would you know? Mm. Like you, your dad, our parents probably thought the same stuff. We're, we're just we have a platform right here. You got to understand too. Like this is our mastermind, right? And this is, it never got called the mastermind. We call it a podcast. But we're we brought a platform where we can actually talk about certain things that not necessarily our parents had or whatever. And and I think uh, my parents did kind of have that with, you know, church and stuff like that, where they, you know, they had like guy... like, what is like missionary like events that they went to or um I think they had that through church or yeah. to, to some level but I don't think it was obviously this th- to this degree where this is what we're doing but it is thought process sure. right because mm-hmm. that's what you know religion is it's a way yeah. of thinking a way of believing a way of approaching life sure. so in a in a sense that's that's really what it is and a lot of people that's what I'm saying we don't see it that way but that's really what it is yeah. same thing with this podcast we just think we're just we're just meeting up every monday night and we're just talking but really we're actually molding ourselves and to be literally to, and raising and elevating ourselves our way of thinking a way the way we approach life the way mm-hmm. all these you know other wonderful things and most importantly a way to express ourselves yeah and you know you know you know in a world where it's like to be a man is to not say something, eat it, eat it. You can't say you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, well, in, in in some cases, but sometimes that message is relayed to us, and you, know, you kind of internalize that. Mm-hmm. And you know, expressing yourself is um, you know not the most manly thing you can yeah. be doing. You know what I'm saying? To exactly. now we're in a generation where it's nor- like people don't look or think twice about things like that. Right. And it's good. It's good for us. Mm-hmm. It's good for our soul. Um, but anyway. Uh with that being said, yeah, I I agree. I think we can navigate as much as we can, but they're people. They're, they're it's a human themselves mm-hmm. that they have to fully express themselves themselves. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, I mean, I and I do I do think like kind of what you're saying like going through like the routine doing something on they they pick that up. Like when I leave same thing when I leave the house, daddy going to work, daddy going for a jog, dad you going to the gym, dad you going to Dinos. He asks So I know whatever I'm saying, he doesn't say, dad, you're going to the bar. Dad, you're going to the strip club. Mm -mm, mm -mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's good that he's asking, but I'm also doing good things. I'm not saying I'm doing the best things. Could I be doing better? Yeah, absolutely. But it's not like I'm presenting these awful, you know, replies and and true, true answers. I tell him the truth. I'm telling him literally what I'm doing. It's not like I'm fluffing it. If like, for example, if I'm not going to the gym, I'm not, I'm going to the gym. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just yeah. as bad. Even yeah. though that's like a positive thing, that's just as bad. It's like yeah. there's that, no it way. Picks
1: up on that too. Yeah.
0: Well, the truth. The truth
1: will always, always come, come through. Yeah. It'll always come out.
0: And it's like just laying on your gut. You know what I mean? It's like, Dad, you can't be going to the gym that many times, dude, and you're still like out of shape. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the truth. No, I'm serious. Sure. Like, that's real. Like, it's just gonna like we can physically see what you've been doing the last four months. You know what I mean? Like, you can't tell me you've been going to the gym every single day, <laughs> right? Um, that's the same thing with your, you know, when it comes to your bank account, when it comes to all those others and how, you know, in shape you are and all those things. Um or when something crazy in life happens, how in tune were you were are you were you at that time with yourself, your understanding and how mentally strong you are. If something's like this shouldn't rock your world, rocks your world, you got a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um and and the opposite is true because you also don't want to be a rock. Um, so it, it's real hard and super confusing. Um, but that's why we do this stuff. All right, James, come here. Why? Come because I'm going to ask you something. I want you to reply, okay? All right, James, you ready? You look good. You feel good. You feel good. You do good. You do good. You pay good. They pay good. Good job, buddy. <laughs> good job. Thank you. And how old are you? Four. All right wonderful i love you buddy all right awesome cool all right so there you have it folks we like to end our episodes with quotes and the first one's by maya angelo if you don't like something change it if you can't change it change your attitude (laughs) um cool and the last one by dale carnegie happiness doesn't depend on any external conditions it is governed by our mental attitude boom So there you have it, folks. Attitude. In this episode, the crew talks about their view on having the best perspective on life. We cover topics that range from beliefs, mood swings, reactions, our mindsets, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Maya Angelou and Dale Carnegie. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website